Hey, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Conversation Podcast here at McCurdy's Comedy Theater. Uh, this week was great. Uh, our headliner this week was Danny Bevins. He's a prolific writer, super funny. He was cracking me up the whole interview. We also had uh, our special guest, Gino Williams, Gino the Garbage Man. If you listen to this podcast, you know who this guy is, probably our most frequent guest. Got to talk to him for a little bit, then he had to take off. And I also had a special guest, uh, Jarrett Moore. And uh, if you listen to the podcast, you might have heard him way back when we had our open mic competition. And uh, he was our guest today. He got the little guest spot on stage. He was trying out for the club. And I uh, had a lot of fun with all these guys, honestly. Uh, Danny was cracking me up. Jarrett was cracking me up. Uh, Les and I and Jared talked about a lot of different things. And uh, Danny Bevins is funny as ever. And uh, Gino had to go home. If you love Gino, please send them your love. They really need it right now. And uh, I think you guys are going to enjoy this podcast. I hope you do anyway. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Give it up for uh, our guests today, Danny Bevins, Gino the Garbage Man, and Jarrett Moore. Welcome to the conversation. Ha <laughs> uh, ha. This is Les McCurdy, and uh, we're having the conversation in the green room at McCurdy's. Uh, you know, it's just the comics back here chatting, you know, and right now uh, we have a few of us back here and, and, uh, and uh, waiting on uh, Danny Bevins and, uh, and Gino Williams, Eugene Williams, better known as Gino the Garbage Guy. Both done our podcast before. We just sit and chat. We have Jared over here. Is that, that, that's correct? Yeah, Jared. Jared, not Jared. Jared, Garrett. It, Jared. <laughs> Morris, right? Moore. Moore. Jared Moore. Jared Moore. And Jared, we got to know. Uh, he's been he's been a comic up in Tampa for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, but we got to know you through a, a little competition thing we did down here that you came down and did. Yeah, well, and that's fun. Uh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, that was fun. That was a, a, that open mic thing. I think. Yeah, that was the second one, wasn't it, Mike? And this is Mike uh, Stevens. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> was that the second one that we did? Yeah. The, yeah, I was thinking so. Yeah, that was yeah. the second one. Because for some, I don't, I don't think you were in the first one. Uh, uh-uh, no, uh-uh, for sure. That was wasn't. my first time. The last time. We yeah. Did yeah. Because, yeah. uh, you know, for so long we couldn't make an open mic happen here. You know, because we kept trying it on uh, on an off night, like on a Monday or Tuesday, you couldn't get enough people. You know, mm-hmm. you, you you're 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 sitting in a 250 plus seat uh, room. Yeah, you, big you, rooms with little crowds. Yeah, are and you, so you, much can't, worse. you can't. I said I just refused. I, I you know I was like I'm not going to have an open mic where op- and open up the damn room for open micers to perform to open micers. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. What good does that do? I mean, if we're going to do that, let's just have a writing session. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And beat some stuff around, but. Yeah, I went up to New York a couple months ago, and then they had yeah. an open mic at, like, New York Comedy Club. I was like, oh, I've seen this before. This should be good. And then it didn't even say, like, open mic on the sign outside. It was at 5 p.m. It wasn't advertised. They had to unlock the door for me to come in. And then it was only comics, and as soon as the comic went up, they left the room. And zero actual audience members. I was like, oh, we got 13 mics a day in New York. It's, a, it's like, yeah, you're just rotating to talk to the same people. Just... All come in one room, exactly. and you can talk to fifty people. Well, it's know. like you know, I, that's uh, a uh, shitty one in particular. It is. But. Well, it, it is shitty. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what that. What does that do for you? Mm-hmm. I mean, other than just talking in a microphone on a stage. But LA's the same way. Yeah. I mean, you go on into these weekday shows. 
And I talked to the comics that are out there. There's no fucking body there, mm-hmm. you know? And, and and so it's comics working for comics. You're lucky to have 20 civilians sitting there, maybe, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was just like, it doesn't. Do. So then we were just doing open mic, micers, on Wednesday night when we had a regular show, but I could only put maybe two or three up, you mm-hmm. know, in the very front end of the show. So it was kind of Oh, like, so you're doing open mic at the main show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's so a like, huge liability yeah. for a main show. Yeah. <laughs> no vetting. Yeah. Well, try it out. there was vetting. <laughs> oh, okay. Was, yeah. So it wasn't open, open. It yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> but you're not a pro yet, but, gotcha. you know, you're... So because a lot of open mics are just town halls for schizophrenics. Oh, <laughs> they just yeah, let it loose, man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> exactly. Well, we used, I remember back at our the first location we had, which was just a banquet room in a Holiday Inn, uh, and uh, we would do open mic. Uh, and back then, you're talking about thirty over thirty years ago. You could get a crowd out for an open mic show, you know, because mm-hmm. comedy was still kind of new. And, that was the boom. Yeah, and you would, you say for schizophrenics, I mean, <laughs> we would, I mean, we had people come in off the streets, you know, that, that just literally were, were mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And we had a couple yeah. that had uh, friends with them that they would talk to that you can't see. you know and they're carrying on the conversation with them you know before and after the show and shit like that so you get any kind of crazy shit yeah mike did were you there for the whole show on tuesday what happened with spoons you want to explain spoons uh i didn't see him go up but we were all out front at uh, iberian rooster it's a great room in tampa and uh and there's this homeless i assume he was homeless but he was uh he signed up for the mic and then he's walking around and he drops a bag of spoons like and not like three spoons like 47 yeah. spoons like picture an amount of spoons twice as many as that it was just ding, ding, ding. and then it wasn't like a bit he was like oh motherfucker and then he starts like scooping up all yeah. the spoons and some guy was trying to tell a story and he was like right behind their shoulder i just started like looking over yeah. it's like what the fuck is I'm like going is there on? a guy that has a bunch of spoons behind me is that what i'm seeing right now i'm like i just want to make sure we're both seeing the same fucking thing I'm- and uh, the funniest part, like, like you said, yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't like a conversation starter. Like, right? He, he legitimately like had a bunch of spoons, accidentally fell. Out of his yeah, backpack. no spoons in his act. No, he didn't play no. the spoons. No. Yeah, no. that's what I was saying. If he's playing the spoons, I'm like, okay, tops four spoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Hands going. exactly. Yeah, this yeah. was so many. Unless he's just like Neil Pert and he's no. just banging the. You shit go. Out. This guy <laughs> is so good with spoons. He has spoons in different he's got keys. The he has spoons. <laughs> <laughs> He has different, different harmonics in these no, spoons and no. those spoons. That dude was walking around. <laughs> that dude was walking around St. Pete, the outside cafes, just taking silverware off the fucking, oh, I assume, off the That's table. possible. I was thinking he was but like a spoons. convenient salesman for heroin addicts. He's <laughs> like, oh, you never there need you a go. spoon when you need one. And he just pulls there you up. Go. The cleanest spoons. Yes. Johnny Spoons. Johnny Spoons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So crazy, though. Man. Well, open oh, my. Right. Oh, I don't know if you saw that. My set. Before I was supposed to go up fifth, mm-hmm. and that dude in the wheelchair, yeah, wasn't getting introduced. Just rolls up to the stage and takes my spot completely. Oh, and that's what I was there yeah, for. That I missed it. He was it. not supposed to go up at that time, and he just rolled up and just went up into this thing. And like, not funny, obviously at all. Right. But, well, um, there was a part that was kind of fun. It wasn't intentionally fun, but he was he was an amputated uh, fella in yeah. a wheelchair. He's missing a leg. He had the prosthetic leg with him. 
And then he did an impression of Al Pacino as Scarface and started shooting people with the <laughs> with his prostate leg. And nobody was laughing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> gold. Oh, That's God. one of those ones where, uh, like, it's funny. Like when something like that happens, all the comics watch. Sure. Like, you know, of course. Like when we're all just hanging back there, like, like I'll see you go up, like I'll, I'll like, pick up like some of your jokes, but you know, I'm yeah, working on my own stuff. But when that kind of shit happens, do you see I all the it. comics? <laughs> oh, yeah. it. oh, of course. I got up for a good line of sight. I'm like, well, if he shoots us, I want to know. <laughs> like, well, you know, the famous one with us. Yeah. was uh, a guy who's been around for years, Greg Bates. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. And Greg does all props, yeah. you know. Yeah. So Greg just walked in for open mic, and and, and, and Greg's got some, some issues mentally, you know. For sure. And, and, uh, but good guy, yeah. and, and he's been the mainstay in comedy for a long time, you know. Y'all, once sweetheart. you get to know him, it's sweetheart. And, and when he goes on stage, man, he hits his mark, does his time. Yeah. You know, he's, he's efficient, but he does that carrot top kind of, you know, whatever. But the first time he walks in there, you don't know who the fuck he is. So same thing. He's, we don't know, you don't know what anybody is. And so we just go, well, he's just quirky. But yeah. he definitely seemed off. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. You know, like, wasn't really connecting in the eyes with you and this, that. But you go, whatever. And so he gets on stage with all of his props. And there are about 150 people in the room. And he gets up there and he's doing his thing, and you know, he has that real flat delivery, you know, oh, kind yeah. of thing. You know, it's it's just it doesn't have a lot of uh, 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 you know variety to it. It's no. just kind of flat. Yeah. And so the audience is just watching him, and there and he's not getting many like like they don't know how to respond to him. Right. They're mm-hmm. they're sitting there going, "Is this guy all right? right. You know, they're yeah. not sure. You know, they're not sure if it's okay." Am I laughing at him? You know what I mean? Am mm. I? You know they're they're starting to catch that, so they're getting a little uncomfortable. For sure. <laughs> and then he takes this little pregnant pause. He's been pulling shit out of his bag, right? Yeah. And he goes, "So, would everybody like to see my 38? And I mean the 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 air sucked out of that room. I mean it was like. <laughs> And me and Ken's sons were, we started up the aisleways as fast as we could. Two were away from him. Two. Oh, okay. You were, so, I thought I was like, Two, the audience because we're going. Y'all are heroes. Well, I'm going, we're going to be famous tomorrow. But I go, I'm looking at this guy going, we can take him. Yeah. He's not physically a... You know what I mean? I think we're faster than him and everything, but and we were we everybody in the room was sure he's gonna pull a gun out of that out of that thing, and by the time he was reaching in, we were at the we were at the sides of the stage, and he pulls out a huge number thirty eight, <laughs> and when he did, I mean the collective sigh from that audience <laughs> was audible. It was audible, uh, you know. And we started laughing, and everybody thing. started laughing. That was just nervous laughter, oh God, you so know. And uh, oh God, but you know, you never know. It's amazing that that's never happened in a comedy club in the well. There was the kid half that a century killed himself on stage in Seattle. Yeah, but he did that. He yeah, but that no, that mic. nobody has ever Jesus. opened fire. You know what yeah. I mean, or done something that crazy. But I, I think part of that's the the nature of the energy in a comedy room. You know, there was somebody that got shot and killed in the comedy store, but it wasn't like they weren't on stage. 
It was just in the club. It was an altercation. Well, there was a mm-hmm. there was a club in Memphis. Uh, same thing that right. two. That's the one where he's swinging the mic stand like he almost took the guy's head off. That was a different one. That, that was, was a, that, I saw that I video. Like, that I saw that video. T- uh, Tim Wilkins. Tim Wilkins. I don't know if you know Tim. Yeah. And Tim's a bodybuilder, marine. You know, he's he's a big yeah. tough guy. And he had some guy heckler, and the guy started coming out on stage, and it was a wired mic. Mm-hmm. And Tim started <laughs> swinging that mic, you know, and he he just was. That guy came up there, and Tim just perfectly. Wacko, man. Really? He hit that guy with that mic like a nunchuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Like a street uh, fighter move. That's yep, <laughs> yep. There's been a couple of those. Like, where they, I've seen one where the guy rushed the stage and took a mic stand. Yes. And just hit him with the base of it. Yep. It's like, that, that'll hurt. Ken yeah. Sons was on stage one time. One night or up in New York, outside of the city. Like a mm-hmm. s- small town outside. Poughkeepsie, whatever. You know, somewhere yeah, yeah. like that, you know. And up there and there was a guy that was kind of heckling you know and you know Ken was going back and forth with him but you know he wasn't wasn't getting ugly or anything right well the guy just walks just walks up on stage and this guy Ken go and Ken's Ken's like six foot 230 this guy yeah. was like six six 300 you know like right. a lineman NFL lineman size guy. He just walked on stage, and Ken, he goes, he was up there so fast, you know, because you can't see him coming at you because of the lights in your eyes. So when somebody's coming up on stage, they're like almost there before you can respond to it. He goes, so he's up on stage, and, you know, it just didn't, I mean, I'm sure Ken thought he could just play around with him. Well, the guy immediately gets him in a headlock. Oh now God. not to hurt him, right. but almost like a almost like a big guy playing with his little brother mm. kind of thing. But it's like one, Ken was like, once he had me in that headlock, he goes, I knew. I could not get away from this son. I mean, like he was too big and too strong. There wasn't anything I was gonna do to get away from this yeah. guy. You know? I mean, you figure even if you punched him in the balls, he'd probably break your neck before. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a lot. And he goes, you're just sitting there. And he goes, and nobody in the club came to help. Yeah. They just, and Ken just kind of, it just kind of ran its course. And Ken talked his way out of it. And the guy finally left. But, you know, and that's where I, when that happened to Ken, I've had two, two times when someone has walked up on the stage yeah and it's usually a, it's been a funky one nighter each time mm-hmm. and as soon as they as soon as they get up to the stage and it even appears that they're going to walk on the stage i leave the stage oh, okay i go it's your your show now yeah yeah you know what i mean i'm not staying up here with you no <laughs> which i'll give you that advice <laughs> anybody walks on stage you walk off the stage. It's definitely an awful move I've seen gone wrong before when somebody's heckling. Then you're like, oh, you think you're funny? Why don't you come up here? Then they hand them the mic, and then fucking, you don't have the mic anymore. Right. So you are completely out of control. Uh, somebody did that at Snappers a little bit ago. And then the dude, it was a not a great show. There were like six people in the crowd. This was two of them were the drunks yelling. Right. Then the dude just started doing like hack street jokes or whatever. Right. But the audience doesn't know. He's just stealing jokes. They're like, 
that was kind of that was, that was a good one. And then they're, they're they're getting laughs now. And then you just lost. You can't yes, just like, yeah. oh, if it's so hard, why don't you do it? Well, it's fucking easy if I steal shit. I don't know. So then you could just steal jokes. Exactly. It's like, well, okay, I guess anybody can do it. And you yep. did it better. You got more laughs than you have in the last ten. Yeah, so this never, is really a bad situation. You never relinquished the microphone. The now. one the one where that one went wonky. Uh-huh. Guy named Jim Hanna. Who's the most mild-mannered guy? Used to tour with Brett Leak a lot, oh, okay, and help yeah. Brett, and he ended up being a writer for Dennis Miller for years and years and years. He's won a couple of Emmys and this, that, and the other. And, and Jim's a, a great writer wow. and a really good comedian, but he was doing one of these funky one-nighters. Yeah, and, and Jim's clean. He's a clean, clever comic. Right, right. And it was one of those one-nighters where everybody's drunk. Yeah. You know, it just uh, you're just fighting your way through it. And this woman starts right. And then he does the same thing. It's like something, you know, you think, and he hands her the mic and she grabs it. And right when she grabs it, he realizes this was the wrong thing to do. Do not give her the microphone. No. Well, he tries to pull it away from her and she, she locks in on that thing and she's like, uh-uh. And they're literally struggling for the yeah. mic, right? And, and Jim's on stage, and he's a man, and he's bigger. He literally took his foot. He had to take his foot and put it in her chest. Oh, my God. <laughs> to push her away and pull the mic away, which, which worked. Yeah. But, of course, she goes flying backwards. Well, now he's the asshole that just kicked a woman. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, he was, everybody hated yeah, him now. horrible. Yes. Hi. Hi. Sorry to disrupt, yes. but... Can I start the show on time, or do I need to wait for Gino and Danny? I think it'd be good to have at least Gino in the room. Yeah, we're right. uh, We're not on as much of a time constraint. Let All me. Right, yeah. I'll wait. yeah, we're not. We, we're yesterday, not. Gino walked in right. There's no. Oh, and I was gonna say, we yeah. said five minutes, right? Okay. And I'm fine with five to ten from you. Okay. And that's right. When I say that, I go, I don't expect you to cover time, so don't don't think you have to cover time. But if you're up there, if you've got five prepared and that's it and all that's good, if you're up there and you're having a good time and it's going all right and you want to do 10 minutes, great. I'd love to see you do 10 minutes. Awesome. You know? Thank yeah. you. And, uh, you know, just watch. You know, you've got, you know, you've got the big counter. Uh, there's a flat screen that big right in the ceiling in front of the stage. And it's, it's, got, the ti- it's got the clock on it, but it's got a timer. Counts okay. up. Uh, that counts up. So you can look up. And see, oh, I've been on stage for five minutes or four minutes. So, you know, it's, okay. it's counting gotcha. up. So, you can always see where you're at. And then, if for any reason we're ready for you to get off, he'll he'll throw a one-minute light at you. Cool. And, and and he'll do it at nine anyway, you know, uh, uh, thing. Sounds good. Okay. Any certain way you want me to bring you up or? Not just anything you like. Okay. I really care about yeah, credits. Yeah. yeah. Or have any. No. <laughs> I care about, you know, they no, exist. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, I'll no. make you look, I'll, I'll make you sound better than... <laughs> I make everybody From sound Death better, Comedy right? Jam. <laughs> he has right. a Facebook account. You've seen him at the Apollo. One <laughs> yeah. of the most popular podcasts in Palmetto. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved that when I, that first started happening. I know I and it was when I would hear it would be when I'm in New York or LA, somewhere like yeah, that. Yeah. And they're bringing a guy up and all of his credits are online. Mm-hmm. He has a podcast, he has a popular Instagram Facebook but I don't know but I'm like well Jesus 
So does a 13-year-old. Yeah. I mean, you know, what the fuck does that matter? You mean they're actually using that as a credit? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's really good at Call of Duty. Oh, <laughs> I know. Like, there, you there's a bunch of people around Orlando and Tampa that have been on TV for somebody else's shit, and then they use that as a credit. Like, somebody has appeared on Netflix, and they were a crowd reaction shot in somebody special <laughs> that they were watching. Another person was on Last Comic Standing, but they were in, like, the intro clip. is like, well, some people didn't make it. Then they tell their joke, and they're like, wah, wah. And that's his <laughs> Last Comic Standing. That's your credit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah, there's any technicality uh, shit, of you being on a network. Back when <laughs> Comedy Central first started... They were just taking, I mean, you'd submit uh, 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 videos, you know, that, that was the old VHS days. You'd yeah. submit videos, you know, back to Comedy Central. Well, hell, they'd show them. I mean, they, they, they were just covering fucking airtime, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whatever. You know, they'd rough looking shit. Yeah. That was everybody's Comedy Central uh, credit, you know. But. What up, y'all? Hey, Danny. We're just in here chatting. Chat shit. Good. Oh, I got I didn't even realize until sit down that my Memphis Tigers are playing a big basketball game here. Uh, I put it It's on the fridge, I think. I got a spot right here for you, Gino. Yes. Yeah, that mic works. It sure does. Oh, you just you just uh, texted me. Yeah, I did. I was in your parking garage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Some lady. I think it's two women. I don't know. Finger jaw probably right here because Marcella just walked in. She goes, well, "Do you want to start now?" And I go, "Well, they're probably right here. Let's yeah, wait yeah. a minute. Yeah. You know, maybe I. Hopefully, you didn't get in traffic or something crazy. No, no, it was right there in your parking garage. Just was you behind my car and this and this lady was backing out. Yeah, but, but you weren't the one that was the problem. There was one before that that I yeah. ran into that was, she just, I, I was just there for like 10 minutes. I'm like, <laughs> how long does it take to get out of a, you know, <laughs> or just let me go by or something. You get, you you get that in front of me. Yeah. Because when I came around, I was saying, damn, who is this sitting up here this long, man? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. So, you get, so you get the lady that, or the person that you're not sure if they're parking or leaving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they keep readjusting yeah. their fucking right. car. Yeah. Or if they're having some sort of mental breakdown. <laughs> because how fucking hard is this? You know what I mean? Like, I it shouldn't be that difficult. And I hate to say, a lot of like, people driving don't gender with it, but yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, you know, like, the, the, every dent that I've had on my car, my wife comes home. Sorry. What happened? Hit a wall. How fucking fast was the wall going? Where did the wall jump it's hard out to blame a wall. Yeah. Hard to put the blame on the wow. wall. Just. I think I'm behind you, and I'm waiting for a car to come out, and they watching your car before yeah. they back out. I'm like... It's enough room to just back out and do what you got to yeah, do. Yeah, and, 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 and like one of them, I, I backed up to give the, this one. I, and they never like adjusted. And so then they're doing these little, little, I don't know. Right? <laughs> I, I, you know, I try uh, not to let anything automobile related get to me because everything else gets to me. And that seems like, the, you know what I mean? So you're always right. like, 
I'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt. But that starts off nice during the morning, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. by 4 o'clock, you're like, benefit of the doubt! Benefit of the doubt! You know, you're just yelling at people. I do that little bit about the traffic circles and, and, yeah. and the basic of how, how hard it is to get a driver's license in most other countries. Yeah. Like, it's... As difficult as it should be, considering that the number two cause of death well, is worldwide, <laughs> next to cancer, <laughs> pulmonary, and heart attacks, yeah. is a car yeah. accident. And we're like, America, we're like, nah. It happened to my mom. Who teaches you to drive? Right. Some other motherfucker that doesn't drive no, they, very well right, either. Yeah. <laughs> Not a professional. But my mom is like, 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 she's, you know, almost 80. And we're in a situation now where is she, is she going blind or crazy? Right. right you know right, what I mean? Right. right. Holding the cannon. Right. You know, hold the thing in her hand and she's like, is this evaporated milk? I'm like, it's a pear. Yeah. She's yeah, like, I don't yeah. like pears. Like, there's a box of them over there. Well, they were on sale. Yeah, but, th- but that's beside the point. Yes. Oh, I know. And then I think, yeah. well, I don't want her to drive, but I don't want to be the one to tell her she can't drive. Right. So. I know. I know. Let the DMV do it. I know. And she comes home with a brand new fucking license. I know. Like, what? I know. My, my, Pam has a story when she took her mother down at the point where she was Sure, there's no, no way. fucking way. No way. Yeah, right? Can't. And just with her eyesight alone. Right. So she did the eye exam, right? And she finished, and the lady goes, let's try that again. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. That's what Pam said. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going to try that again. No, no. <laughs> what do you want to memorize That's the whole point. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, the idea, you know, that, uh, I mean... I mean, fuck, I'm, I'm nearly, I'll be 65 this year. I got no problem at the age of 70. You know, every three years, I got to go down, get my eyes checked, get in a car with an instructor, and yeah. drive the fuck around. Yeah. And then at 80, every year. Right, right. right. <laughs> every year. Yeah, yeah. Because a bad cold at yeah. 80 can change your shit. You yeah. know, right? Yes. Well, your eyes go, your fucking... Yeah. But man, they goes. can't get it passed through because all the old people are so strong in, you know, in the voting yeah, block. They don't, they don't. You know, and the automobile industry, of course, they won't. And the petroleum business. But what is it? Like, every month we have somebody fucking go through, a, like, a, a, like a glass window of every a dry cleaner store. You're every in Tampa. Yeah. Sarasota every week. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It happens There's video of people in a, in a convenience store and a car just comes yes. in. And you're like, what the fuck? And it's yeah. always the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I was pushing on the brake yeah, hard yeah, as I could. Yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah. Except you don't know what the brake is. That's oh, all. man. Yeah. When I was growing up, I was in the suburbs. And then our suburb is right off of I-19, just big road. And people would cut through there to get through all the time. And we had the corner house right there. Somebody hit the light pole outside of my bedroom six different times. Oh my I lived God. there for three years. It was. I've seen so many, like out of my bedroom window, I saw a guy get his foot ran over, just like arguing with some lady in the apartment complex. I was the first person that had a, a drunk driving accident one time. Cause I was just like, 
like looking out my window and it's they go through like the median with a bunch of those little trees knocked over like eight of them oh my they're God. just like smoke everywhere. oh god yeah yeah i just walk out in like basketball shorts and no shoes i'm like hey man are you uh, that's a thunderous round of applause <laughs> sounds like a jet's outside. taking off outside yeah. Yeah, my daughter totaled one. She totaled one of our cars. Oh shit! She went across four lines, through a median, across four lanes into a field, turned around and went back across all all the other median again before she totaled the car enough it wouldn't run anymore. Hadn't been drinking. Sober. What the fuck else? <laughs> If he understands the microphone principle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't picked up. He's like, oh, that was... <laughs> I don't know. All well, the listeners are just like, ah, oh, that was a good one. What? Yeah. what? I missed it. Yeah. We got him on speakerphone from across the room. Yeah, yeah. Entertainment industry for 40 years. <laughs> but, uh, oh, shit, I'm going to tell the story from back here. With the mic. All right. Everybody lean in close. Yeah. So do we wait till he gets off stage? Or no, we just keep talking. Just keep talking. I might dip out because I'm up next. I'm up look next? over some All shit. Right. Yeah, go, go. You got you get five to ten now, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Gino. What's good? What's good? Oh, y'all see? My man's getting off? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can hop on there if you want. Yeah, I think I'm going to come back to my little microphone spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me and you tonight or us no, three? They're going up. Oh, you're going up? Are you yes. going up? No, no. I'm no, just, he's going up. And then I'm just the producer. Talk shit. Oh, you just hanging out, Mike? Just hanging out tonight. No, um. Last night was great, though. That that show was great. I felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a. It's always strange that there's, because you can see everybody, or not everybody, but most of the people here, and so I can see all the people that don't like it. Oh, really? It just makes me laugh. (laughs) I just. You enjoy it more, like. Well, I I don't understand why you would. First of all, I don't understand why you stay at something you're not enjoying. You know right. I mean? I mean, you're gonna fucking sit there and mean mug me for what reason? I mean, I don't give a shit. Why? Why would you even think I would care? You know? And they just was it like know, people in the front row kind of thing, or it was just a couple. It, oh, yeah. It's always you know, there's always somebody that has a problem with whatever. I don't know. I and I don't. I'm not a. I don't get off on it. I'm not interested in making people upset. But right, right. Also. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, just, I don't, and I don't know why. I don't know what they think. Like, if we stay here the whole time and look at him like this, he'll change. No, no, won't. We'll show him. Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. A lot of time, if I ever happen to run across someone like that, the whole show get, you know, I walk past him, the whole show just doing, just going about my business. You know, it's, it's I mean, some people got to really understand, you know, everybody not going to like no. what we do and we already understand that we already understand that everybody not gonna like what they do but you paid to get in here so the show must go on you yeah, know for that's sure. it's it's not like oh you know we don't care that they don't care but at the same time we don't care because we're doing what we're supposed to do you know right. what i mean just no if ands or buts about it that's the way it is oh thank you thank you i appreciate the trick it. is delivered yeah what you know what'd you yeah. get there gino got a Nice uh, McCurdy's cup. I, I'm, I'm gonna say it on your podcast, but I don't want you to advertise <laughs> because you know, if, if, if one of if one of my youth boys hear that, they'll be like, "Oh, well, coach, we just had uh, a what's the night the other night with some, yeah. you know what I mean? Some good stuff. Oh, it's just grape juice. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, that that strong grape <laughs> juice, you know. 
I heard Coach on the podcast. And, and coach, and coach said he had some like, strong drink. You know? <laughs> so hyper, yeah, hyper concentrated Kool Aid. Yeah, it's man. Fine. You know what it's I mean. That's great. Just some spike punch. That's all it is. You <laughs> know. It. How's the coaching been going? Pretty good. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. We moving. Um, we're so, actually we're actually going into this time of year is crucial for my family because. So much is going on. They're playing basketball in school, yeah. and now we're gearing we're gearing up for the travel basketball organization. So this time of year is is crazy. I you imagine know? Yeah. it's crazy. We got we got three teams this season, and our season tournament start uh, Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah. So once that start, it's just like we're just constantly free falling. The girls played, then one of the boys played, then the other boys played. Right. So, and now they, both of them still playing high school ball right now. My son actually right now, he's actually right now uh, getting ready. To, he's getting ready to start a basketball game with his high school right now. He plays at 7.30, you know? Oh, wow. So um, I, I, after I leave here, you know, I'm gonna try to run and catch the end try of the game. game. That's how it is for us. We gotta yeah. adapt and run, you know? Yeah. We gotta go, you know? We gotta keep it moving, you know? So, so do, like the, the kids you coach, they look at you as a funny guy? Or are you, do you use any like your, of your skills in comedy to coach at all? Like, Believe it or not, it's how I communicate with them. That's what I was mad I mean, they, they know, they know I'm nothing to play with. They know I, I get, I get job done and stuff like that. But at the same time, I treat them like young men. Right. You know what I mean? I, you know, I'll say something funny if they make a mistake. I'll say something funny if they do good. I make right. them laugh. But you know what I mean? Our main thing with our youth is we just trying to, you know, let them see the better side you know just right. just have fun play the game basketball just like i'm talking to you right now yeah it's the same way i coach to them you know when i'm oh. coaching you know i talk to them i tell them what we're doing they make a mistake you know what i mean and i'm and i'm mad about it you know when i talk to them i'll make a joke about it you know right. what i mean so it right. comedy comedy involves a lot of things that i do you know what i mean and i always been like that even before comedy i've been like that so that's cool yeah it's a good skill set to have i think and most yeah. things like having a good sense of humor, but being able to communicate to, to communicate with it, yeah. That's always going to be a winning strategy, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. And most jobs, you could use it. It's weird. And there's so many people that can't. No, I know. It's you weird. know what I mean? It just can't communicate <laughs> what they have in their brain to what they're trying to tell you. And, uh, yeah. It's super I mean, frustrating. It really is. You know. <laughs> That's why if you have if you have really good communication skills, you're always going to be able to get a job because. You yeah, know, that may not be a good job, but you can get a fucking job. You yeah. know, you can ace your interview. Yeah, yeah, right. That's a weird thing. Yeah, I I've never... always done good on interviews. Like just likability, most of the time has gotten me through the door. Yeah, you know? but then I just honest. Like I don't know. I, I, I find like if you if you if you be nervous and you try to hide stuff, they're gonna fucking pick it up. So just yeah, real honest about some shit. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't think that I've ever been in a job interview where. It, I gave a fuck enough yeah, exactly. that I was going to be nervous. You know exactly. I mean? you, know? Yeah, exactly. you ever been this? in a job interview in the middle of the interview, you realize you don't want the job? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Fucking freeing moment right there. That is a freeing moment. <laughs> like as they're describing it to you, yeah, you're, you're like, like, no. Why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> I got to move my car. I'll be right <laughs> yeah. back. That's some funny shit. Yeah. Um, I got hired from McDonald's one time. I got hired from McDonald's in a... They had a training program. You had to go in the back and you watch these videos. Yeah. And I watched the first video, 
And I just left. <laughs> and I, you know, I, and I'm sure it wasn't the first time that I'm sure it happens to yeah, him, you know? Of course, right. But I was like, no, I don't <laughs> fucking want to do this. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, it's not. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. That's that. That's strong, though. That's willpower right there. Like, I don't need this money. I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, I <laughs> mean, it, I was come. still living at home. You right. know what I mean? I was a kid. Right. I didn't give yeah. a shit. You but know? still, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, Just walk out the middle. <laughs> and I had one of those jobs when I was a kid. I had one of those jobs that they don't even have anymore. I guess. I mean, but I used to deliver newspapers. Like, I had a bike. Right, a route. A basket on a bike. Yeah, and right. I had a newspaper route and went and, you know, 4.30 in the morning and folding fucking newspapers. and How much money was that, really? Like It was good money for really? a kid. Okay, for yeah, a kid. Yeah, for a kid. You right. know what I mean? It wasn't... I mean, I don't know. Although I found out later that there were adults doing them. They would, they yeah, would do it by car and do right. two routes in the morning, you know, as, as like a third job or a second job or whatever, but... You gotta get up early, too, right? Yeah. Real early. Real early. Like, like 3.30 in the morning early. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. That's a lot for a kid. That's funny that they picked that, picked them to do those jobs. And that job just went away, right? <laughs> it's just gone, right? Like, who gets a fucking newspaper delivered? You know what I mean? Like, it's not even. No. No. Yeah. I, you don't see it. You just don't. It's gone. Uh, Probably for the best. I don't know. Did you? Were you a newspaper reader kind of guy? Did you? Well, I mean, it was in my family. You know, my dad read the paper. My mom yeah. read the paper. Yeah. Right. So I'd read it. You know. Would you? Yeah. Love. Even young, you read the cartoons. The cartoon right. section was great, you yeah, know. Yeah. Our comic strips, I guess, is more what they were. And, but I didn't. Um, I don't know. I mean, I read it now, like, but I read it on the, you know, I'm on on an iPad on a phone, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. shit. Now you have news readers where they give you the new, you know, it's yeah. Now it's like it's like focused, yeah. Like like what they think that you would like. Yeah. That's not how it's supposed to be. Just no, show no. me the news. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. filtering the news for me. That's yeah. weird. Uh, I don't like that at all. Uh, These directed ads now. My favorite are those uh, the internet ads that they target you. So I, I was trying to write a bit about this actually, but I, I, uh, I bought this bag, right? This backpack. And I put like a lot of research in it. I was trying to find a backpack that would like suit all my comedy needs. You know what I mean? Right. Has to have like an extra a place for extra change of clothes, some like recording equipment, and stuff like that. Right. And I did like a lot of research. I found this bag. I like I mean I, it's pitiful. I was watching like YouTube videos on this fucking right. bag. Yeah. And I bought it. It's two hundred dollar bag. Way too much for a backpack, but I bought it. And then that same week, I'm on Facebook, and all they've shown me for the past six months is better bags at lower prices right, yeah. <laughs> like just remorse by immediately it's like i can't even believe it I, I i don't need any more backpacks right but that's all i get now is just advertisements for like these really cool looking backpacks what i could have got what i could have got yeah I, I saw like that. Yeah. i saw my backpack for like 50 percent off oh no yeah <laughs> see that's brutal. great yeah brutal that's dude. a great bit that's a great bit because it's, <laughs> it's like because it's based in that idea of you didn't help me before no Right. No, no, no. It's like right. a, it's like the the internet ads is like a, like your your braggadocious neighbor, yeah. who like just got this new thing for really cheap that you got. Like, yeah. I saved way more money than you. Like <laughs> fuck. That's exactly what it felt. I like. got a better version. Yeah, exactly. I got the newer one. Oh, it's updated and uh, it's fifty percent off because you know they're doing a sale. And you're like, oh Jesus. Yeah, I hate those things. You ready for this, Jared? You know he's probably gonna do like forty five minutes, so you got like. <laughs> he goes he goes on 
He does. He doesn't. His name is on it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? That's what everyone wants. It is, you know. Uh, one time I got fucked over. I love him, but he, he did all crowd work and then kind of lost track of time. And then the last minute was like, ah, shit. I, I, I'll tell one knock-knock joke, does a knock-knock joke. And I'm sitting here backstage. And when it's like a typical, not nah, like it's a street joke. Right. And usually it kills in this room, right? Nothing. Oh no. And that's when I'm like, I'm fucked. I walked out. I'm like, I'm super fucked. There's no way. They they just they were a super narcissistic crowd at this point. They yeah. were like, the show's about Tammy now. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I walked out. I'm trying to do my jokes. They could yeah. care less. No. Oh, it was brutal. And I think you've done it before the interview. Oh yeah. Of the stage, so yeah. I, I had to do the interview after that. Oh wow. <laughs> so these people are just like you it's, suck. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah, that's a difficult spot to be in. Yeah. <laughs> they felt bad for me. Like, it was a weird experience. Yeah, I don't, that's, you know, that's why I don't like, it's a strange thing. I'm, I'm going to watch him a little bit. So yeah, yeah, go check him out. It's a strange thing. I did, um, the, 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 there are different kinds of comics, right? But one of the things is the comics that want people, they want the adulation afterwards. Right, right. And, right. You know the ones like me who I, I don't. You know, it's I, it's not that I, I I don't hate the audience, but I don't want them to touch me. You know right. what I mean? Like I don't want them around me. Right. You know. It's a weird. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally I'm not get that. I'm, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I really. Totally you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it's not. I don't think I'm better. I just don't want you to touch me. I don't know. I don't like. You know. Just, just strangers. It's just yeah. strangers trying to touch you yeah. after shows, especially yeah. good ones. Yeah. When you did a really good show, there's yeah. a bunch of oh. drunk people hanging on to you and yeah. stuff. It's real weird. They're going to tell you all about their life, and I <laughs> yeah. don't give a fuck at all, at all. <laughs> and I don't know how to fake it. Yeah, exactly. And some <laughs> guys are so good at faking it, yeah. and I've never built that. I don't have that 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 tool set that allows me to, like, oh, you know, God. if you bore the fuck out of me, I will yawn in your face. <laughs> I'm not... I don't. I'm not gonna hold it in. What the fuck uh, are you talking about? Like, I could see like a like a couple from Wisconsin telling you about their farm, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and just you looking dead into their eyes, <laughs> yeah. just being like, "I'm not interested." Uh, <laughs> so this is. I I have upset my wife <laughs> a number of times with this, where we'll be we'll get on the plane, yeah. and there'll be somebody in the aisle, and we have the middle and and window seat. And as I start to sit down, the person will turn and start to talk to me. And as they're doing it, I will just put my headset on and just because I didn't fucking buy a ticket to your conversation at all. I don't. Why? Why? You think, you know, like we're sitting next to each other. All of a sudden we're buddies. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Holy shit. I could see you buying like noise canceling headphones. Yes. Just because of that. That's though. all it is. <laughs> Not for music. Just yeah. Paid a lot of money for those bows. <laughs> just turn everyone off. The con- everybody. Yeah. The, the the Bose conversation stop stoppers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I wish. Oh shit. I That's wish you could just constantly have those. Have you ever had that though? Where I've had like I have like the smaller headphones, like the like the AirPods or something, the Apple AirPods, and they're like they're small, but they're like not they're not like this. Right. 
and I'll be listening to them, and people will still walk up to me and just start talking to me. Yeah. Like, 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 like I can still hear them. I like pull them out and be like, I'm sorry, what? Right. And they, they still don't get it. Like, no. I don't want to talk to you. They'll still, still, still keep talking to me like, fuck, all right. These, these didn't work at all. Yeah. These are super obvious, though. Like these big ass headphones. But see, I don't, I don't even pull them out. No. I just <laughs> let, let, go ahead and talk. I'm, not, I'm doing my own thing. I'm not fucking. Do you even say stop. yeah or anything? No. No. <laughs> no. I, I, look. I don't want to be rude, and I, but I don't think that's rude. I no, think what's no. rude is this, this, like entitlement and idea that yeah, I, like when they see you on stage, like yeah. I want to talk to you afterwards. Right, right, well, right. Look, I told you everything. Yeah, exactly. If I had some more funny shit, I would have said it. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? I'm done. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just talked yeah. for an hour. Yeah, exactly. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> have right? you had like, enough? Have you, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's amazing to me. Oh. And they just, they'll just. Oh. You're right, though. There's some of those comics that love it. Oh, they do. And yeah. I watch them, they and I'm like, it. I wish I had that. Right, right, right. There's, they talk to them, and they're so... And their fan, they get, and those fans become like... I get it. I, I get how that works. Retainership, almost, right, of those right. fans, yeah. But I just don't... You know, like the last thing I want to hear... Like the wor- probably the worst thing that an audience member can say is, uh, "I loved your act." You know who else I like? Oh, fuck off! Don't t- oh, I don't want to yeah. know that. Yeah. I don't because it's gonna be somebody I don't like. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And <laughs> or, now I'm like, how am I like that? I'm not like that yeah. guy. I or don't know that. You guy. remind me of this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, fuck you. No, fucking, I don't. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah, I hate that. I've been called like Louis C.K., which is such bullshit. I I, I just have like red hair. Yeah, but like, that's that's mainly because you like to masturbate. Yes, other basically. Right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> we are in the green room. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do I have that look in my face that like I masturbate my... in front of women? Like, what the fuck? That was my my joke on that was yeah. that uh, the only time I masturbate in front of another comedian is if I was uh, critiquing their act. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, that's so. What a, what a pathetic thing to want to do. Right. Hey, let me beat off in front of you. Wow. (laughs) What do you get out of that? That's uh, so weird. I'm telling you, man. Uh, I think it's weird. Some of them said, "Yeah, that's weird." Well, I know. Look, some of the women I know, and they just, you know, for them. They were able. Louis did. Louis couldn't get above them, and what they could do is like, you know, mean mug him or kind of laugh at it. Yeah, yeah. And they rose above him. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like there was a. They never felt like, oh, I have to, or, or this is. That they were being. Objectified, right? Or even if they thought they were, they they knew that they could rise rise above it because they're funny and they're right. and they don't take shit, you right, know. Exactly. And I'm not saying that that's how all women should be because no. it's not how all anybody is. Right, you know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. It's just that some of them were able to do that, and and so they didn't give a fuck, you yeah. know. Okay, pull out your dick, who yeah. gives shit, you know right. what I mean? But I just don't understand what the appeal connection to that is. Oh, you cut him short? 
<laughs> a little bit. I guess Marcella had him down as five. Yeah, yeah. So, but good set. Yeah, yeah. Good set. Yeah. 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 yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, it sounded good. Another yeah, one. yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was good. It was good. You're like I, a rapid fire guy. I so loved you your bang, uh, bang, bang. line about the uh, firefighters. No, the 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 uh, dream. The oh, the broken dreams catcher. Broken dreams catcher. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> led into it. The heroin. I was it the heroin yeah, thing with the yeah. syringes. <laughs> Advertise. You know, being proud that you're a drug addict. <laughs> yeah, he was yeah. like, he's like. Talking about potheads, you know. Yeah, they got the pot leaf socks on everything and all the Bob Marley posters and all that. Just saying don't see it with other addicts. The same level of pride. (laughs) Syringes hanging around, broken dreams catcher. They got a nice little... That was good. That's funny. It is true, though. Yeah. Yeah. Potheads love advertising. (laughs) Definitely. It's sad when you see people pushing 30 and that's still their identity. Yeah. And it's like... It's like legal like it's not yeah, even right. cool it's not even like shit anymore i'm I, i'm not gonna assume has anyone here ever done heroin no no, no. percocet and, i had a uh, i had a roommate that wanted me to do it that now there was back in the 70s there was there was something that used to run around called angel dust oh yeah and mm-hmm. it was her- it was supposedly heroin and coke and junk Mm-hmm. PCP, PCP or yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. Speed so supposedly you were snorting some heroin, what? and yeah. you know. But I don't know if that's the same. No. Uh, PCP is a whole nother ball game. That's, oh, of course yeah. it is. Of course yeah. it is. Yeah. But uh, but I know there was a back when I was in my twenties and partying, and back in the seventies we were mostly, uh, of course everybody was smoking pot. Cocaine didn't even hit the streets until the late 70s around 77 right. 78 so what was the big thing were muscle relaxants what we're doing now it's 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 opioids right. uh, back then it was quaaludes and valium and yeah. and and things like that there were these things called plastidils and they were all they were all muscle relaxants you right. know mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing and that was kind of the popular deal and uh but there was a girl that, that I worked with, and she had been a heroin addict. And I didn't know that, but she told me. She goes, I kicked it. Dog, dog. And I go, what's it like? Oh. And she goes, she goes, can you explain to someone who only drinks what a marijuana high is like different? From, she no. can, can you truly explain it? She goes, you really can't. No. And she goes, and I can't explain to you what heroin is like. I can tell you this. It's the best ever. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> she it's was the best like, feeling. Yeah, that's what yeah, she said. Yeah. She goes, it is incredibly the best ever, right? So you think, this is a harsh statement, but you go, okay, you're a heroin addict. And so what are you going to make it? I don't know what the average lifespan of a heroin addict is. Can you make it to 40? 27, mm. I think. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Some of them, you make know. Make it longer than that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with constitution. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. They're, they're yeah, you know, the yeah. physical makeup. I mean, yeah. how good how you are. doing Not it. Some of them can't snorting. kick it ever. Yeah. And you know what I mean? I mean, there's a... There's that, right? Right, like, right. Um, they kind of learn to do it in moderation somehow. Bourdain seemed to have that. He, he, for a period of time, he was able to do it and then quit and then do it again and then quit. And, you right. know, and then, of course, he... You know. Right. Because I was sitting there going, well, if heroin is like the greatest feeling you could ever have... For some then, people, though. Then maybe th- 30 years of heroin a- addiction... And is a 
better life than 80 years of not being a heroin you know yeah. I mean I the, right, in, in right. retrospect right. in some way you know that's a sick weird but it's, I no 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 I get it but it's uh, but it's also a, you, you've cut yourself out of every uh, uh, you know so you don't have any because a heroin high is an individual high it's not something it's not you social. together. Yeah, no, you never hear social. good heroin stories. Like you do with the, like they kind of nod off and they throw up yeah. too much and they pass yeah. out. Like you know, I mean, like a couple not, people. Right. But yeah, the the good heroin stories are about them acquiring the heroin or stealing from people or whatever because right. it's an expensive habit. So then they'd steal or whatever, or get, Mike, go to sketchy places. Mike D. Di Stefano. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you know him? Did you no, know I, I didn't. I a big him. fan, but yeah, yeah I knew him. It, he had a joke about um, he knew he hadn't hit his bottom because he had a working lighter. Really? That's 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 it. Well, you know, Ron Shock we were talking about <laughs> yeah. last night. Yeah. Ron was the only guy I knew. Now, of course, Ron was see when he died, he was sixty nine. Yeah, yeah, right at seventy. So he was still doing heroin occasionally. In his early 60s. And he told me, he goes, I was like, he goes, he goes, he goes, I, I can do it recreationally every now and then. You know what I mean? He goes, mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't, I've never been addicted to it, like, got to have it every week, you know, kind of a thing. And he goes, I just have that about me. I said, you're the only one I ever met. I never <laughs> met anybody else. Right, right. Supposedly, yeah. uh, I forget the guy who died from heroin is an actor, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. He had a very good handle on it. And then well, I apparently well, not. No, no. Well, but right then, up until he did. Well, I think, I think he, <laughs> yep, that was he, it. Uh, he accidentally overdosed, but like, he was acting. He, well, he was did a, you know, he was a. They almost all accidentally overdosed. Sure. You know what I mean? It's not. Because you, know. you get that one batch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's what I mean. way more pure but, uh, than anything you've got yeah. in a year. Yeah, that's another thing with your And older you do friends. the same amount you've always done, and that's well, what. Well, he was showing up on time. He was doing his roles. Like, he didn't really have a problem with it until he had a problem with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, some people can be functional heroin addicts. I think that's po- possible. Well, some know. people I probably got to be rich though. I think that, <laughs> and, and brilliant. And yeah. I think you have to be brilliant. And too. I think yeah. some people have a the, the darkness inside of them is so yes. It's it's and and w- when we say that we're depressed, they're like, get the fuck. You don't know right. what depression right. is. Right. And and so you you know I, I still go back to um, the the songwriter. Um, God damn it. Girl guy. Uh, Can you stabbed s- himself in the chest? Sid um, no, no, no. Jeez. Sid got killed. Oh, okay. Um, Shit, I don't know. But uh, I'll. Can I'll, you can I'll you hum one of, of his songs? I'll think one of them in a minute. I, <laughs> ow, ow, Google ow, search, Google search. I know, I know. We're stabbing is. yourself. But here's. Well, it's not only wow. that. So this is the thing. So he sticks a knife into his chest. And misses his heart. Mm. And so he pulls the knife out up far enough and does it again. Now that, you you can't That's say commitment. to me that that guy was like, you know, didn't want to go. He fucking wanted out. Oh, yeah. And he wanted everybody to know that he wanted out. And you know what I mean? That's the um, Elliot Smith. And and one of my favorite singers, I can't believe I he actually he name. actually stabbed himself twice twice. So he stuck it in, pulled it out, and stuck it back and went through the heart. That's crazy. and I mean like that's 
Like you can't say to me that's you. That's the way of saying I. I'm sorry. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean. And and the- I've never been in a situation where, <coughs> like, I didn't. I was like. I don't want to not get up. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, that's right. why I thought. Whenever you know there's I mean? like a high profile like celebrity suicide, everyone on Facebook is like, oh, if you need to reach out to me, yeah. be sure to like. Or really, if you're at the point where you're gonna stab yourself twice, your cat memes aren't yeah, really gonna it, do yeah, it for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Dan no, in accounting. No. Yeah. It's so like, st- what could you? Even if we don't know each but, other that well, mo- what the fuck could you say? You have like, a little motto on a poster that you right, could do. Hang in there, little kitten. How about fucking? How about the wherewithal and the awareness that he didn't stab himself in the chest, like in the, or he didn't stab himself in the heart? Like he knew that's he didn't. That's a badass. Like he yeah. knew he didn't. Like, like <laughs> no, that's not gonna kill me. And it's like, like I, that's crazy to me. Like, yeah. He pulled it out and did what, it. Most guys. That's insane. They say most men just b- shoot themselves in the head. Yeah. And, 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 and then and, women and do pills or drugs. razors. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Bathtub. Yeah. We like. We like. Shoot yourself in the head is you can do that wrong. It still lives. Yes, oh, yeah. to me that's, that's the true. you know yeah, oh, yeah. the people that <laughs> the most depressing stories I've ever read are about people who tried to commit commit suicide, yeah. failed horribly, yeah. and now have to continue yeah. to live. Right. Yeah. And now they can't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they can't and they can't talk anybody into helping them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. I had a can you imagine? That. <laughs> yeah. that was now that you look like Harvey Dent, things aren't going to turn around. Fucking blow happy face. Yeah. Now you got to go and like give like yeah. speeches at yeah, schools. Yeah, I know. It's not going to get better. It's it's the fucking get the rebound. The fence <laughs> that they're building on that that they're going to build on that bridge, Sunshine Skyway. Oh, yeah, people yeah, from yeah, killing yeah. themselves and they're yeah. gonna build this fucking fence that's hilarious and like you, apple all factories. you've done is created an obstacle to suicide that's not gonna stop no, anybody no, 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 no. but there is a possibility that a guy could climb all the way up there decide no i don't want to do this and fall the fuck off right. you know what i mean like that's well and you know that when i was doing the research on, i was doing research on death and violence and yeah. stuff for, and car accident car accidents are number two next to disease mm-hmm. but number three is suicide yeah. It, it 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 doubles homicide. It, it it's more than homicide and war put together. Right, it, is suicide. That that was shocking to me. That yeah. more, the mo, the most likely person to kill you is you. Yeah, you know. Yeah. when it comes down to brass tacks. But I had a. That's why I don't like to be alone with me. I had a guy. <laughs> I had a guy, a comic. I had a guy take my comedy class in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And uh, and he wouldn't mind me saying it. The guy's name is Don Lewis, and he's still out there. He's happy as a clam. Still does comedy and shit. But uh, he, this guy, shows up at comedy class, and he looks like James Dean. I mean, he looks like a '50s throwback hoodlum. You know, leather jacket, jeans, slick back, black hair. You know, uh, a very fit kind of guy and uh he gets in there well ends up i come to find out who he is well he's the younger brother of a guy that i went to high school with about oh, four wow. years younger mm-hmm. when oh man you're dewey's brother yeah so the very first class we're just talking by the way you'd love that les grew up in a place where there was a guy named dewey, dewey. and that right. didn't that didn't cause a conversation <laughs> Dewey Lewis, too. Dewey right? Lewis. Dewey Lewis. Yes, it was. Dewey Lewis. <laughs> Huey Lewis. Dewey Lewis. And this was Don. So Don tells me at, at the first, you know, it was kind of like you, you get around to get people, why, why did you come to this class? So that was part of getting up in front of the microphone and who are you and da da why did you decide to take this class? He gets up there and he goes, well, he goes, uh, for the, uh, other than this past year, 
for the uh, 15 years before that, I was a Baptist minister at, and he names the church, and da-da-da-da-da, married with three kids. And he goes, after we had the third kid, after we had our third child, uh, I had a vasectomy, and four months later, my wife is pregnant. So he finds out that his wife has been cheating on him the whole time. Two of the kids are not his kids, right? Da-da-da-da-da-da. So he loses his faith totally. He goes from Baptist minister to heroin addict. Like, basically, he was on a suicide mission, but he was just going to party himself to death. In other words, he was just going to... Uh, whatever. In other mm-hmm. words, I'll do whatever the fuck, right? So, I like how that ends up. So right. Yeah. So check this out. <laughs> so the next. So then we we had six classes. So the second class, he comes walking in. He always walks in like last. Yeah, yeah. I think he planned it. He walk in and goes, "Hey, Les." <laughs> across the room. Hey, Les. He goes, "You know, on the way here, I had to drive across the Market Street Bridge over Tennessee River." And he goes, "So I just stopped." I just stopped and uh, got out of the car, and I thought, well, I can just end this shit right now. <laughs> he goes, and if I'm going to do it, he goes, I'm swan diving. I mean, it's going to be spectacular. <laughs> he goes, them maybe doing a tuck and roll. Da, 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 da. He goes, I really thought it through, and then I thought, oh, what the fuck, let's go to the comedy class and see how it works out. <laughs> I go, well, thanks, Don. Thanks a lot <laughs> for that pressure. Well, then it became every week. He goes, hey, Les, have you ever tasted gunmetal? <laughs> he goes, it kind of tastes kind of good, really. He goes, I was, I was brushing my hair, and I had the 38 sitting there, and I just was chewing on it, I was, I was chewing on it. Thinking, wonder what it feels. I wonder if I actually feel the back of my head blow away. I wonder if I actually feel it that instant before you kill yourself, before you actually die. Da, da, da. And then I thought, ah, fuck, I'll go to the comedy class. <laughs> See how it works out. Every week, every week. And so by the third week, we're all waiting for the how was he going to kill himself this week story. And uh, and then he ended up putting up, uh, that in his show. Yeah, you well, know? that's worth it. And he's like, he he told him he said I'm suicidal. Uh, da da da. But he goes, he goes, it's just my luck. He goes, I'll decide not to, and then I'll be smoking a cigarette and spray ha- and decide to put hairspray on my hair and blow my fucking head off. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And so he came up with all these ways that you accidentally commit suicide right you know yeah. when when you don't intend on it it's but like, uh oh, funny. holy fuck every time i reach for the hairspray it, it ends up being a gun that's yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly i love that though that you said that like he went from a baptist minister to heroin addict and the way i look at life if you told me you were a heroin addict i'd be like okay but if you tell me you're a Baptist minister, I'd be like, what the fuck happened to you? What in the fuck? What did they do to you when you were a kid? <laughs> you, went, yeah. you went too far. Yeah. Is it, what kind of self-medication yeah, she, is that? Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that has its own uh, oh. side effects. And uh, Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. You, Oh, end up man. being one of those people like we were fucking through a sheet. You know what I mean? Like, what? <laughs> what? What happened? What? 
I don't, that seems worse than being strung out on the street. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. How long is he going to do? 2025, right in there. Where are we at? What does that mean? I, don't so I, think, know. I can look out there. He's probably been on about 15 minutes, 10 or 15. Because yeah. I'd like to use the restroom before I go. Yeah. Should I be saying that into the microphone? Yeah, yeah. These, are, these are the conversations yeah, we have in the green room. No, we'll, we'll, we'll grab a bucket. Gotta, no dead spots. This will be heavily edited to a seven-minute <laughs> show. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got about another seven. Just quick All right, cuts. I'll do a couple minutes, and then I'm going to run over there and go to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, that's my... Um, Pre-show ritual. It really is. Yeah, I get the weirdest thing. Like things that you decide. Yeah, like I just well, just you know, you hate to be up there and have to pee. You know what? You ever ever had to pee so bad you had to leave stage in the middle of a set? No, I have not. And I was. That's what I was going to say to you. You know, the last time I was here was the first time that my body betrayed me (laughs) on stage. Really? Yeah, because. You were sick. The second night. Yeah, was. And so for the first twenty-five minutes. I felt I almost stopped. I almost walked off the stage. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was in, so, I was fucking in so much pain uh, that. What was, it was it? This thing. Well, it turns out that I'm, I'm, uh, I have, I have a dairy issue. I have a lactose. Uh, I didn't know what it was. Oh and, yeah. And they were trying to figure it out, and I, I don't know what I had before, whatever it was, but. And most of the time, you know, like I, I had fucking po- food poisoning in. Uh, uh, the, the Cincinnati Funny Bone, which is in Kentucky, you know, uh-huh. and they, you know, they came and got me from the hotel, put me in a car, drove me up there, put me on a couch, put a fucking wastebasket. I'm puking in the thing. Uh. Come and get me. All right, you got two minutes. And I walked up and did wow. a 50 minute show. People loved it. And the guy, as I'm coming back into the green room, the guy goes, "Well, you must be feeling better." Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh thing, yeah. Taking me back. Because that adrenaline yes. kicks in, yep. and yeah. your body just goes, yep. "No, we're not going to deal with any of this." Yep. Right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I crazy. mean, I've, I, uh, touring, I had a few times where I had a, like a flu, and was running 103 or something, yeah. and I, and I did the show, but I had to sit. I couldn't stand. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stand the whole show, but I sat there and did it. You know, but yeah, it is amazing. You know. I mean, the story along that lines was, uh, uh, and, and you've heard other stories like this, but we uh, we did a big charity event at the Opera House here for child protection, and we got Phyllis Diller to come, and she was getting a, 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 a an award. we were giving her an award, a legend comedy award, right. and Richard Belzer was the headliner, and the reason I got Richard is because I'd just been out to L.A., and I went to the comedy store on a Saturday night, and... Leno was hell. Milton Berle did a motherfucking set that night. Did wow. ten minutes, yes, because wow. it was his, uh, uh, it was his wife's birthday. You know, the whole the, family was there. You know the legend about Milton. Big Dick. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Him and Gilbert, right? Yeah. Him and Gilbert Godfrey got the biggest. Isn't that dicks the weirdest and, fucking thing, Gilbert Godfrey? Like, like yeah, he's yeah. swinging a goddamn yeah, whatever Louisville Slugger down I'll, there. I'll, I'll take my dick and not be <laughs> Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I met Gilbert. Gilbert. I like Gilbert, but I don't want to be no, Gilbert. No, no, no. no <laughs> I don't want to no, be Gilbert. No, yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, so Leno went up that night. You yeah. know, a bunch of great All Everybody was great. And then bells are closed. And I thought, I've seen Richard, but fuck, he shouldn't be closing this show. And he was fucking great. incredible. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. And, and just, oh, he definitely was the closer of the evening. So I was like, 
I'm going to boo him because people don't realize how good he is, right? Yeah. So, so uh, Phyllis Diller won. Phyllis Diller called me and she goes, they, Agent said, you need to call Miss Diller. She wants to talk to you about something. I said, I'd love to call Miss Diller. She goes, I am not opening for fucking Richard Bell. <laughs> I said, no, ma'am, you are not opening for Richard Bell's or ever. Oh, well, anyway, she got there. She was so old. You know. Oh, but her adrenaline kicked in, same thing. <laughs> Changing of the guard. Danny and Les hopping out. <laughs> That's weird so how that worked out. Great older comic story. I was at Snappers. There's an old lady. She's probably like 66 years old. We were talking about Me Too. And then she goes, Man, if I had. <laughs> you out? Alright, man. Alright, see you, man. You too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah six, six year old lady. She was talking about me too. She goes, If I had a dollar for every time a comic showed me his dick in the green room, I'd have three dollars from Doug Stanhope. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> she was awesome. She was wicked. I still have never, I've, I did like one guest spot at Snappers. I've yeah, been able it's, to get uh, it's good when it's good. Yeah. It's bad when it's bad. Bad when it's bad. That's what I heard. <laughs> good club. It, uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. No one's going to listen. Anyway, it's good club. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah. And last time I was at Side Splitters, we did that, uh, <laughs> the fucking. Oh, was that the competition? Was the last time you were there? No, it was the, uh, Pay or Pain show, the Wheel of Torture. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Oh, my okay. God, that yeah. was so fucking funny. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, Phyllis showed up that afternoon, and she was literally almost, she had a cane. It was almost like she needed a walker. And, uh, I just didn't, you know, you knew, you knew you were dealing with a comment that had gotten, that was older. Yeah. But, I don't know. It just doesn't hit you. You know, yeah. when you, these people you grow up with and they're 30 years older than you and then all of a sudden you see them and they're 85 yeah. years old. Yeah, because in your head they're still 35 that's right. whatever that's when you're right. watching and the now, And you're looking yeah, yeah. at this this really old woman, yeah. you know, that's frail, that's yeah. not moving well and, you know, comes in and just kind of daughters around and, you know, checks out the stage and everything and very nice. And then she went, and then she went back into her green room and we were all like, oh, man, you know, th th this might be awkward almost, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. But by God, and she walked out, you know, 10 minutes, you know, went and told her it was about time. Me and Ken opened the thing, and she walked out and in her all her makeup. She, 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 you know, she wore the short dress and the mm -hmm. boots and fucking hair everywhere. It was always her thing. Big old long cigarette holder, you know. Uh, just super flamboyant, you yeah, know, yeah. and big laugh. But she walked, and she's still this daughter and old woman in just in the outfit. Yeah. And I was going, this is going to be weird. Yeah. And she sits down, and it's when when Ken and I introduced her, we expected to see an old woman shuffling out on the stage, and here she fucking comes, man. I mean, with a stride four feet long, it's like Gene Wilder and Charlie yeah! and the Chocolate Factory, exactly. <laughs> and she, yeah. She goes out there and man, she did about 20, 25 minutes and slaughtered that wow. fucking place. Belzer couldn't follow her. No way. No. And wow. and she killed that place. Wow. And as soon as she got backstage, I mean, man, she just dropped into a chair like that and I was just... like almost needed help to get back to her room. But it was like, hey, it's showtime. And man, that adrenaline just oh, yeah. kicks in and you just watched twenty five years just 
melt off of her. That's insane. For about 20 minutes. <laughs> and then as soon as she gets back, it's like, uh, they I should go, study that's that. pretty cool. Is it you just know? the adrenaline or is it some, something else? Is I it, think it's will. It, it's it's will. the adrenaline and it's the will to perform. It's what you've always done. You've done it for 40, yeah, 50 years of your life. Yeah. You know what you know what you are supposed to be right. to perform. You mm-hmm. know who you are as a performer by then. You know exactly what that audience is expecting. Right. And by God, you're going to give them that or you're not going out there. You know, you know, you're you're just you're either and, and uh wow. Yeah, and she she did. That's crazy. As opposed to like let's say a George Burns right who performed until he was almost 90 nine years old i think yeah. he performed at 98 yeah. he was booked at 100 he was booked on new year's eve uh when he was 100 years old i saw an interview with him he said that's how far out i'm booked yeah. you know and uh that's but but george was he was just a talking comic mm-hmm. you know so he could sit on a fucking chair and entertain yeah, yeah. prior yeah. went like well into like his ms diagnosis oh yeah, yeah. like when he's in the wheel people like could. pick him up and then that yeah yeah as long as he could Absolutely. Well, comics do. I think mm-hmm. most comics, until uh, until your brain gets to the point that you just start to, get, you you get out there and you just feel like, man, I'm, I could I could forget shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that that you really feel unsharp. Right. Uh, other than that, fuck go. Yeah. And I've I mean, I saw J- we had Jackie Mason down here, and Jackie was easily in his. I would say at least early 80s, if not mid-80s. Jackie Mason, yeah. And he was one of the funniest guys I ever saw in my life to this day. Wow. Somebody did it an, over an hour. Wow. Topical material, you know, very topical, edgy. Yeah. And 80-something-year-old man. I worked with Henny Youngman, and I opened for him way back when. And I met him before the show, and I, when I looked at him, I went, that's the oldest man I've ever met. I, this is officially the oldest human being I've ever met. I didn't know how old he was, but he looked like he was 100. <laughs> I mean, he looked. I, I went. They got the skin. I don't like believe gloves. that motherfucker's going yeah. to do stand-up comedy. That's somebody that's going to stand up for yeah. fucking 30 minutes. Yeah. And he walked out there, and, of course, he did an hour. Nailed it. He's all one-liners. Oh, bam, wow. bam, bam. Take my wife, please. I mean, he's that guy. Yeah. All one-liners, and I'm going. Well, that's pretty cool. And I, we talked about the fact that I almost wonder, as a comedian, if you keep yourself in decent physical, decent health, that because of the way we have to think, the way we have to work our brains, and that we're constantly trying new ways of approaching things and this, that, and the other, that... Uh, I mean, what keeps you sharper than that? I mean, uh, I know I was talking to uh, uh, a couple of older comics like David Brenner and these guys that were in their 70s, and I was going, you ever heard of a comic dying of Alzheimer's? Ooh. And we were all thinking about it. And, one, and Brenner said, well, he said, the last year of Dangerfield's life, he was a little, but, but you're talking about the last year. 
the last year of Bob Hope's life, and he was in his 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, was starting dementia. Dementia, bit. maybe the last what? year or two, but not really Alzheimer's. Right. Wasn't Robin Williams developing? Isn't that why he. Uh, That's what we him? understand. It was some. I MS. Not, it wasn't Alzheimer's. MS. Oh, okay. I thought it was, it was some degenerative illness. It was I'm not M- sure if it was, it was, M- was multiple okay. sclerosis. Okay. Yeah. That's what it was. Was it? Yeah, it was. I'm okay. pretty sure it was MS. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. when he heard, when he knew he had that, yeah, it was I like. Sort of yeah, I thought it was Parkinson's. Maybe that well, might be it too. Yeah. I, I think that could affect memory. Like, can't, now we got a uh, Google search. Also, also, you can't control your body very well. Yeah, he's, and he's very a super physical, physical guy. Too. Yeah, yeah. Right. That was the saddest not physical, thing ever. Would, yeah. You know, sometimes like, 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 get sad for celebrities, and like, I'm like, I get it, but don't get it. But like, that was a real like Rob Williams. I remember just waking up and being like, Rob Williams dead, mm. and then I was like, he killed himself. It was just bizarre. Like it, like it actually stopped me in my steps. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, you just can't imagine that. That guy. Oh no. You know, saddest thing. Mm-hmm. But then kind of justified it. I, I just love the background. I don't know if the Robin mics Williams pick him up, but it's like, man, died. I can't believe he killed himself. Then just applause break. Uh, like, <laughs> give my name. It's like, woo, get it. <laughs> Louis <laughs> Louis body dementia. Oh, now that's what what is Pam, that? That's what Pam's mother had. Okay. Louis body dementia is the second uh, is the second uh, most deadly. Uh, dementia disease behind uh, Alzheimer's. Oh, okay. But most people never heard of it. Lewy body is a real nice little uh, mix of Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease all wrapped oh, together. Fun. Yeah. Wow. And that's what my uh, uh, parents' mom had that, it. Dottie. It was, you know, it was interesting when she had that, you know, as she was going through the stages of it, her neurologist would. Like one day, uh, at some point, uh, her sister took her in, you know, and he goes, is she seeing birds yet? No, she hadn't seen anything about seeing birds. He goes, she will. She will. And and sure enough, within a certain period of time, all of a sudden, because they hallucinate, you know, they, wow. they hallucinate. Why birds? That's weird. A part, there's a part of your brain that yeah. as that disease the kicks bell. in, you'll... For whatever reason, people see birds, and then he she he goes. The next is going to be little people. And oh, it might, that's a fucking and scary. It might, that's way. And he goes, it might be children, but he's gonna she's gonna see little people, and so she's that once that started happening, that stuck with her most of the rest of her life, to the point where one day me and her were just the two of us. She was staying with us then, and Dottie goes. Uh, she looks at me and she goes, "Less, you can't see the little boy who's sitting in the rocking chair over there, can you? And I said, no, I can't, Dottie. I said, but uh, you can. I said, I'm happy to hear about him because to you, he's as real as me sitting here. And I know that's true. And so if you want to talk about him and tell me, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. go along with it. got a backstory you know? and everything. And she was like, nah, that's okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought you were fucking with her for a second. And she, oh, she actually was to the point where she was seeing him. Okay. Yes. I was about to say, that's that pretty mean for a kid that No, no, no. She like, was, nah, he's there. He's no, there. she was really, like, I knew that she saw him as right. clearly and as real as she was looking at me. But, oh, with, but it happened so many times yeah. where she had gone, hey, there's, a, and we would go, nah, 
there's there's not. What if they're just like peering into other dimensions and we're just like they're crazy? <laughs> like just, Who knows? Just seeing another dimension. Who knows? Like this, yeah. You know? yeah, maybe the they're unlocking a part of their brain. And they're, I've, they're I've done smarter enough than acid as a teenager that I have seen a bird before that was not next to my hammock, but it was. Yeah, if yeah, I right, saw right, a midget, right. oh my god, <laughs> how frightening that would be. Uh, right. If I saw a midget on acid in general, I feel like I'd be frightened. <laughs> All right, that, that day when I was, uh, was it like three tabs or something? Anyway, I was sitting in the hammock just in my parents' backyard at like three yeah. in the afternoon. Like everybody was How old were you? Two, like, I don't know, 17. Holy shit. Something like that. That's early. Anyway, so I was just sitting in my hammock just strung up in the tree and then my dad saw me sitting in the hammock then he walks out with a throw pillow and I'm just tripping balls. He's like, yeah, I want to try sitting in the hammock. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. You can okay. So mm. I got out. Then he's like, "Hey, can you move my car for me? I'm gonna pressure wash the driveway." Then he throws me his keys, and then they go in like a hexadecimal like pattern. I grab the wrong key in the air. Then he's like, "What was that?" I'm like, "Nothing." <laughs> then, I get, then I'm like, "Well, I can't explain to him that no. I can't move the car." No. So I'm like, "Oh, here we go." And then, so I turn on the car, and then the weirdest thing happened. There was a uh, it was on AM radio, and there's a broadcast from Tampa. And then it was just like the most absurd thing is like, oh, a naked man was running down Dale Mabry, smashing his head into car windows today. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is too intense right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just packing out. It's like, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Because you're seen... visualizing this shit happen oh, as yeah. it's being told to you. <laughs> Have you ever seen Interstellar? Yeah. The docking yeah, scene yeah, where yeah, they're yeah. trying to line it up. That's how I felt trying to get it yeah. onto the other side of the driveway. <laughs> just like launching. For a minute. <laughs> 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 connect, connect. Oh, yeah, that's so, that's funny. I just remember when I was uh, when I took acid, it was just a lot of trees that were like breathing. Yeah, yeah. That's the weirdest. And I did too, like light though. I took like one hit. Yeah, that's a good a good hike. But I was like, amount. hmm, I'm like <laughs> this thing seems like it has feelings. It just, <laughs> like, that's what it just was very strange to me. Like I like I was like walking on the grass and I was like be, trying to be careful not to step on bugs. It <laughs> was like the first time I ever cared about bugs no, ever in my life. <laughs> I had my Google search history. Do birds get sad? <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. It's very. I felt really weird. <laughs> I felt bad for like plants and shit. I was like, this is not. Really, it'll make you vegan if you do too much. You gotta be careful. Saying, that's my theory the place you is. most don't want to trip is the happiest place on earth oh disney no have you tried it out <laughs> not the place no no have you done psychedelics before i just stayed i just stayed in uh uh in a restaurant and ate french fries really <laughs> yeah no uh, you know what i back when i was in my 20s um you know a few times, you know, and, and at first it was something on a piece of paper. It was a blotter right. yeah, or whatever, LSD. you know. Yeah. And the thing I didn't like, and I never, I never had an experience that was bad, no. but I had experiences that were uncomfortable. Super uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of it I brought on myself because I go, I don't know. From the very moment I go, I don't know what I've just taken. I don't know that the person who made this knows what I'm taking. Right. I don't know whether they put a like big drop lab. or a little drop yeah, exactly. or a, you know who mm-hmm. the fuck really knows it is scary, yeah. what I just took, yeah. right? So that's where uh, when somebody came up with some mushrooms and I, what are these? Oh yeah. And they were going, "Well, you know, the thing that was nice about them was he goes, "Hey, take a little dime's worth and mm-hmm. just swallow it." Let's see in about an hour how you're feeling. Yeah. And then you want to add a little more, you know, whatever. So I found with the mushrooms, like if you were actually eating the actual mushroom itself, you weren't doing a tea oh, yeah, or yeah. something yeah. where you don't know what the strength level of it is. You could control that buzz. Right. And 
that kind of buzz if you can get it right to where everything is hilarious. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> it's so. the greatest uh, ever, uh, you know. I laughed so hard my face hurt for like a couple days. There like, was man, a it's when exhausting, I was, you know. Well, I was in college, uh there there was a uh a fraternity I hung out with. One of the guys, uh his parents uh got a divorce and one went one way and one went the other. He was like a he was probably about 23, 24 years old. They owned funeral homes. Right, right. And they just gave him the house. They go, we're, we're the fuck out of here. You're yeah. grown. House is yours. Well, this is a beautiful four-bedroom house with a pool. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, that was our hangout fucking place. Fuck yeah. You know, so. And a friend it, of the similar situation. Yeah, yeah, so it was ridiculous how much mm-hmm. fun we were having. Yeah. So, they got, he got in to being a bookie. To, oh, for he, betting? For betting, oh, right? Mm-hmm. And so one, we're, we all ended up crashing over there one night. We're getting up the next day. And two of the guys, there were three of them, two of the guys were the collections guys, not yeah. the guy who owned the house. He was the boogie. But the right. other two guys, his two buddies, they were, who were friends of ours too. Right. They were big dudes. Right, of course. <laughs> collections. They go, so they went out to collect, yeah. right? So they come back. He goes, well, Bobby didn't have the money. But he had 200 hits of mescaline. Oh, my God. <laughs> here's this bag full of fucking mescaline, mescaline. right? So, I'd never done mescaline. That's, that's one of the things in LSD, right, is mescaline? No, that's... They uh, cut it with the mescaline, right? Mm, Something like yeah, that? Yeah, mescaline's a... Uh, no, that's from, like, a cactus. Yeah, it's a cactus. Uh, it's a cactus. natural... Uh, uh, hallucinogenic, though, right? Yes. Yeah, like yes. ayahuasca. Oh. That's yeah. like mescaline. Okay. And mm-hmm. then... Because uh, every time, like... I think DMT is the active ingredient in ayahuasca, and then that's right. also mescaline. But LSD... Is, uh, Synthetic, completely. Yes. Yeah, it's it's like something ergot or. But I just remember one time I was buying some from this guy. I was like, you know, it's so cheap, by the way. It's like five bucks for a hit, which is like yeah, pretty, it was pretty so. cheap. Uh-huh. And I remember I was getting. He goes, he goes. I, I think this stuff is uh, has mescaline in it, and I was like. Well, okay, so that guy I, did not know. Yeah, you know, what he had. And the yeah. only time I heard about mescaline was from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Right, and I was right. like, fuck this. So, <laughs> like, I don't want any of this. So there was there was I about. I suppose you could put it on blotter. If yeah, you, if you yeah, reduced it down. Well, there was about. 10 or 12 of us at the house. <laughs> oh, shit. So it was about lunchtime. Yeah. So the guy who was Danny, who owned, he goes, he goes, I'm taking everybody to lunch. Yeah. You know, let's all jump in the cars. Where are we going? Titty bar. <laughs> so we go to this strip club by the airport in Memphis. <laughs> and we go in there. It's the middle of the afternoon. It's one o'clock. Yeah. There's maybe four dancers. Yeah. A bartender, yeah. a guy at the door, yeah. one waitress, maybe ten other people in the place, and us, right? Within 30 minutes, Danny had given everyone <laughs> in the bar mescaline. Everyone. <laughs> oh every human being. <laughs> oh so, it was the funniest. The girls, the girl, the strippers were just sitting on the stages with their legs open, just <laughs> laughing, just laughing. You want to see my titties? <laughs> you know, and we're all laughing. Everybody's just laughing their ass off. And Danny had gone and uh, and he'd gotten a bunch of money in from the gambling. And he went up there and gave the girl like 500 bucks or I don't know, maybe a thousand and Jesus. said, I want all the ones you got. And so, okay, she gets, so he just goes and just starts throwing packets of ones on the table. Yeah. So everybody's just wadding the ones up and just throwing them. They're just just Raining hundreds and hundreds there. of $1 bills just flying. And the girls are throwing them back. It just became a, 
just became a, a, a snowball fight $1 bills. Most expensive snowball. And everybody's laughing their ass off. I go, that was the most bizarre, absurd scene. Oh, you know? God, that's insane. And nobody got laid. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anybody was capable <laughs> of having sex. Yeah, that did happen. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It's hard to lines. have sex and laugh that hard <laughs> at the same not, time. It's that, not hot. Yeah, it's, uh, not, it's not sexy. It, generally, uh, it, no. Yeah, it's turning into Joe Pesci, just like, funny how? What's he laughing at exactly? <laughs> yes. How am I funny? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna go get a beer. I think we're good. Yeah, this was good. We got some good, yeah, and we'll and, and definitely I can't. You know, we'll get you back. I want to get you the next time you come back in here. We're bringing you back in for a guest set, and I want you to do 15 minutes. Okay. You know, let's let's because I know you're working some, and and let and let's get you back in here and get to a comfort zone where maybe we can start using this. Okay. I think he's ready. Thank you. I know. I'm super optimistic.